This is the Healthology Experts, where we talk about the art and science of health and longevity. I'm Dr. Traveler, and thank you for joining us. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by our Healthology Experts Weight Loss Accelerator Program. It's really five components really quick we'll go through. It's the contour light. It's a, it's a device that pumps energy into the body and helps you to just be healthier and lose inches. It's our uh, peptides, so it's the semiglutide injections. Um, it's the Styku scan. It's the coaching for diet and exercise and then coaching for lifestyle. And if you look at those things, it's like something to just make you overall more healthy, make you feel better, something to help you lose the, the weight that you've been struggling to lose. For many people, that's, that's a challenge. Something to track your results and really track them really well. Something to change your habits, your um, eating and exercise habits, and then something to change and help you um, have a better mindset. Okay, so with those five things, our Healthology Expert weight loss, weight loss Accelerator Program has been successful for helping so many people, and we hope that if that's a challenge for you, that it can help you as well. So um, brought to you by that, and enjoy the episode. Hey, you guys. Welcome to today's podcast. Uh, today, you get just me because there's a little bit of an update. Um, so it's all good. Um, so it's, we're coming up on the summer and I am actually going to be gone for a little bit. So there's going to be probably two weeks, maybe three weeks where we're probably not going to, I'm not going to be able to have a podcast. It's really cool. I'm going to be headed to Brazil with my son. So we're going to go do a service, uh, kind of a service project type thing. And we're going to go help build a school in Brazil. And so I'm really excited, super duper excited. The office is still gonna be open. We're still, I'm gonna have, uh, Dr. Hatch is gonna be covering for me. We're also gonna be doing some discounts, so watch for those on all of our services. So uh, Contour Light, uh, all the, the Healthology Expert weight loss uh, plans and all those stuff, the Softwave, Laser, everything, therapies is gonna be discounted while I'm gone. It's kind of like while the, the cat's away, the mice will play type of deal. So watch for all of those. Today, what I wanted to talk about is the my, my race report. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I've had a lot of comments this week. So for any of you who follow us on social media, and, and actually with the last time that I, I, the last podcast that we had was with Marty, and I talked about my struggle with uh, with the, the triathlon that I had. I did an Ironman 70.3. So I just kind of wanted to talk about that and reflect upon the lessons that can be learned. You know, we talk about being healthier physically, mentally, spiritually, uh, and I think there's a lot of lessons that can be learned from challenges that we run into. So I'm just gonna get, give kind of a, a, a quick synopsis of the race and talk a little bit about lessons that can be learned from that. So we're about a week removed now. It's Friday and the race was last Saturday. <clears throat> um, now leading up to this, I felt very prepared. I felt like I'm, I've actually lately been in great shape. I've been doing about a half marathon a month for almost two years now or more. 
um, not not longer time, so a half marathon or more. And I've always said, once you get to that point, people say, man, you're crazy doing the races and stuff like that. But it's actually easier to maintain. I've discovered that you can easily maintain your health. And if you're building, like if you, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've run a lot of marathons and in the past I've like, it's marathon season and then you kind of fall off. And that is hard. That's difficult to train, uh, fully train for a big marathon. Now, obviously there's ups and downs in my training and I take some time off and things like that. But I felt like I've been in good shape. I've started to incorporate more of the swimming. I've been swimming like, I, I mean, I'm sure it's not a ton because I've tried to keep a really good balance. For me, I have a full-time job. I have, you know, five kids, four kids still at home and they, they're young. And so I've kind of said, I want to be careful how much time I'm spending with my training because I only have a certain amount of time. And I felt like my training went well. I've done a lot of uh, cycling considering uh, the, the amount of time that I've had. Cycling is the hard one. If you're looking to get into um, triathlons, and again, I know Marty, her favorite, her favorite leg is the bike. I know a lot of people love the bike and it's really fun. My biggest issue is just the time. It's, it takes a lot of time on a bike to properly train for that. So like for running, running to me is easy because, you know, I can train and run early in the morning and I'm done with my training before my family even knows that I'm gone. Whereas with a bike, I feel like you've got to be out there for, uh, you know, a long time and you can still wake up early. And that makes me a little nervous too, because you're right there on the road. And so I, I, I don't know, it's just been time-wise a little bit tough, but I feel like I've done a pretty good job with training. I've done a lot on the trainer where you're kind of spinning at home on my bike. So they call it butt time, just time in the saddle where you're just spinning and I felt like that went well. And I swam a lot. Now, here's where I made some big errors. <clears throat> well, we'll hit the errors in just a minute. We'll go to the race. So come race day, all that week, I wasn't feeling well. I woke up a week before and had a lot of congestion. Still have a little bit but um, had a ton of congestion, didn't feel well, didn't really feel great all week. I know patients made a lot of comments. I worked in a mask because you know how you're like, I'm not completely wiped out and patients were hurting. And, and so I kind of was, I was right on that edge of like, should I stay home or should I continue to work? And I chose to work and wear a mask. And I felt like I was keeping everybody you know, safe with my mask and washing hands and all that stuff, but I didn't feel great. So come race day, <clears throat> I was probably at about 80%. Um, my right ear was kind of clogged and I don't know if that made a difference, but <clears throat> the day of the race came, I was in my wetsuit, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, it was just, I don't know. Like the water was a little colder than I was expecting. Um, I jumped in, swam okay for the first little bit, and then kind of started to panic. I don't know if it was the cold, but then I, I, I just kept swimming. And as I was swimming, all of a sudden I put my head up because you're supposed to spot. And I was like clear out. And, and when I look at my GPS, I had swam clear off to the side 
and I was like heading out of bounds. And so I peeked, peeked my head up and there's people like yelling, saying, you're going too far. So I turn and I'm coming back and then, um, and I can't really find on course. I keep kind of drifting to the left and then I flip onto my back cause I'm like, okay, let me just catch my breath and get my bearings. And, and uh, the swim just was going really rough. And then I had to turn and as I turned, I thought I turned and I actually was going back. I was, I literally, I don't know how, I was so disoriented, like as disoriented as I've ever been just in general, it was kind of scary. I'm sure I, I talked to some others and they were, they were disoriented and um, I don't know. I just had a really hard time. They, I could tell they had kind of assigned someone to watch out for me. I was a hazard out there. Cause then I started to like crisscross and I was coming, you know, into the line of other people and I was trying to stay out of their way. I was trying to stay on the outside, but I, I couldn't. So for a little while I was drifting out and then I was drifting too far in. And then, um, I was like cutting clear inside and they, and they said, Hey, if you don't hit this buoy, you're not going to, you know, you're going to be out of bounds. And so I had to swim back to the buoy. Finally, I had to like take my goggles off and like breaststroke so I could see where I was going for about the last quarter of the time. Needless to say, I was aiming for about 40 to 45 minutes on the swim. I was out there for an hour and seven minutes. So it was like as, as horrific as a swim could get minus being pulled from the water. I've heard some other horror stories about people throwing up and that I didn't do that, but like I literally almost dropped to my knees and said a prayer of gratitude that I survived the swim when I got done. And the other hard part is every other time that I've done a triathlon, even when I, 10 years ago, from what I could remember, even when I did that one, you get to the end of the swim and I feel like physically I'm okay. You know, like, like it's emotionally challenging because that's not my strong leg, but this time physically, like I could feel my legs kind of starting to cramp a little bit. And I was like, man, I'm, I, I'm kind of physically exhausted from that more so than I have ever been during a swim, but I felt okay. Got the wetsuit off, got on my bike and was feeling really good. Like I got out and, and was feeling really good, passing a lot of people really strong on the bike at first. Um, come around and I'm coming to the top of hurricane, like the wraparound as you're coming up towards the freeway and you're, I was about to turn towards Coral Canyon. And then my chain kicks off, which like I had a borrowed bike from my friend. It, it was like the, the best bike in the world. It was such a nice bike. And I'd had zero problems. I'd been training for months with this bike, zero problems chain flips off. I'm like, whatever chains do that. So I hop off, get the chain back on, no problem. And then I'm coming to the top of like Coral Canyon where it comes to the top of the hill. And right when I come, it seemed like every time I was downshifting. So I was going from like a low gear to a higher gear. And, and all of a sudden I, it kicks off. And this time I was like in the middle of a pedal and it kicks off and just like jams. And it was so jammed up there. Um, I was sitting there on the side trying to get it. Couldn't get my, uh, the chain unjammed. Police officer, whoever you are out there, thank you. He comes over, tries to help me. He can't get it. We're just like, it's not coming unstuck. So he goes, well, I've got um, the number of the guy I'm, uh, he was helping with the race, obviously. 
So he calls this tech and we're waiting there. I don't know how long, it felt like forever because I'm just sitting, you know, you're sitting there like everybody's riding past and um, the tech shows up, was super awesome, professional, like pulls the bike, I don't know all the parts, what they're all called, but pulls the bike kind of apart, pulls the chain out, gets it back on, gets me back all set. I don't know how long that took, but by this time I was, I'll admit, I was getting pretty deflated. So I was like, 20 minutes too long on the swim. And now I was like 25, I don't know how long, but I was, I was, it took me a while. But I said, I'm still gonna push. I pushed and I had a great bike, got out, you know, out into Ivan's, that strip in Ivan's was awesome. There's like, you know, you're on the flat road. I was feeling really good. Climbed up Snow Canyon, the climb felt good. Like, I, you know, no cramping, I was feeling strong. Get to the top of Snow Canyon, chain kicks off again um so obviously it's like when i'm starting to you know go from that low gear to the high gear kicks off again um, but it doesn't get jammed i get it unstuck and i'm good and i finish the bike by this time you know i knew like i was checking my time and it was actually like i started the run about when i wanted to be done so um and 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 the funny part is like when you're training, for those that train, you kind of train for, you want your body to be able to perform for a certain amount of time. And I had kind of set that clock at about five and a half to six hours. And I was coming up on five and a half hours right there. Come out of the run um, and I just said, I'm just gonna have a comfortable run. Cause I knew that it was gonna, like I was getting into that overtime. And run felt good. Um, zero cramping. I wasn't pushing hard enough to kind of cramp. I kind of found that sweet spot. I was about 15 minutes longer than I wanted to be on the run, but I was fine with that because, you know, it was kind of just like, just finish the race. And, um, I was really grateful, had an awesome support crew out there. My family came, my parents, my in-laws, um, my brother and sister-in-law where it took some photos. They were out kind of right close to where my chain first fell off. Um, and just had a lot of friends, a lot of friendly faces, a lot of people out there. It was, I would, I would call it a fun, um, well, I don't know if I'd call it a fun race. It was an enjoyable race, especially at the end when I got to like see everybody and I was running. The run is my, that's my leg that I'm strong in. But, uh, anyway, it was, uh, a frustrating, I would say I, was, I got, there were times of frustration. There were literally times where I didn't know if I was gonna finish. And very, I don't, I don't know that I've ever had that feeling, like especially on the swim, where I was just like going the wrong direction. And it was like, am I gonna get out of here? So a lot of um, challenges on the swim that I, I never really had to face mentally before. Um, but I made it and, it and it was fine. I was shooting for about five and a half to five, five forty-five, um, and I got seven hours and three minutes, but I made it. And as I've talked to people, a lot of them have appreciated the story of the challenge. You know, I've had dream races too. I remember when I finally, like I had a goal to run a marathon in under three hours and man, like I could describe that race and it was the complete opposite. It was like everything just aligned. My nutrition aligned, 
my body just cooperated. Obviously I had to like push and it was difficult, but um, it was just like everything that needed to click did. And on this day, everything that could, well, not everything that possibly could go wrong. There's a lot of things, a lot of variables, but this one, it just seemed like every time where I thought that I was back on the, on the right road, then I'd fall off again. And see, this is why I really, I do enjoy endurance racing, um, be it running, cycling, uh, triathlons, whatever it is. I mean, as I'm talking and I'm, and I'm describing this, I can think of a dozen times in my life. And I would bet as you're listening to this, you can think of a dozen times where you thought to yourself, um, I'm not going to make it like, I can't do this, you know? And, um, and somehow you just like there in your gut, you just have to say no, like just keep going, just keep pushing. If you can get to the next buoy, like that's what I had to literally say, like, just get to the next buoy and you, and, and then see, then like reassess. <clears throat> and so, um, there was those times, there were times, there have been times in my life, like when you, when the chain keeps falling off, you get your momentum and you're like, okay, now, now I'm okay. Now things are going to be cruising. And then the chain falls off again. And sometimes it gets like bound up and you need to call for help. You literally can't do it on your own. You need someone else to kind of step in and and uh, use their expertise to help you get unstuck. And um, yeah, there was just a lot of reflection that way on, you know, on life. I've, I've, I've oftentimes thought when I run, I hate hills, right? I mean, I don't know anybody who really loves hills, like loves them. They love them because you get a lot out of them, but Anytime I'm on a hill and I'm running, I, I like to think of myself like, in my life, where am I at on this hill? Am I towards the top of the hill and almost ready to, you know, crest and come back and, and have a downhill for a minute? Or am I at the bottom of the hill? And I had those same types of moments, but during this triathlon on, on you know, on a larger scale. <clears throat> Now the other lesson, and this is when I said I wanted to come back to this, on reflection, my training was not enough. You know, like I was training and I was thinking, okay, uh, I don't want to take time away from the family, so I'm gonna kind of cut this corner. And some of the corners that I cut that really hurt me were, you know, I don't have time to go out and do an open water swim. So I had, ne I didn't, I had never stuck my face in the temperature. I hadn't, I didn't prepare myself mentally for that. And that ended up really hurting me. And so for me in hindsight, in reflection, I thought, you know, you, I really, if you want to have success, you want to be as prepared as you possibly can. And I know in life, sometimes you can't be fully prepared, but in this case, there are, there are things that I probably could have done to better prepare for that. Um, now the bike, super fluky. And you know what, I don't expect to ever have a day like that again with this, but 
again, the, the bike is, is incredible. And I don't blame, a lot of it was me like on the shifting. I had done a lot of spinning at home and this is part of my training. I had been out on the road, but not like to the extent where I'm really driving, you know, and cause I was trying to make up time at this point. And so I was really driving and shifting probably a little too aggressively. And you know, I'd never been able to experience that on, on the bike to know how to deal with that. And so some lessons learned are, um, you know, some days it's just not your day. And that doesn't mean that you need to quit. That means that you need to reassess your goals. And sometimes you just need to say, I just need to make it to the finish line. And when you get there, everyone's there. And then here's the other funny part too. Whenever I've had a really great race, people say congratulations, okay? And people are really nice. I, I, I'm so impressed with the community that I live in, my family, everybody's so loving and kind. And when I have a great race, they're like, you're awesome. But I have never had like such outreach of like, hey, good job for finishing, good job for not stopping. Um, I've had so much more interaction from people having a rough race. I think people can relate to that. So I think just, you know, if you're having a bad day, reach out to people because they can relate more to your challenges than they can your successes, you know? Um, they can kind of, everybody's been there, had a bad day. And you know, the good days, they're like, oh, you don't need me now. But I've been so impressed by just the outreach and the, the kindness and it's not like I'm fine. Like I already, I've signed up for a, uh, an Olympic event and I'm gonna, I, you know, I'll be fine. And, and, uh, I understand that some races go good and some races don't go so good, but, uh, it's been really fascinating to see how awesome people can be to just reach out. So, you know, reach out, talk about your failures too, because, People can support you in those. Um, ask for help when you need help. Um, you know, like I said, keep pushing and, and shoot for that finish line. And, you know, and you can do it. Like you can do it. You can do really hard things. I, I can do difficult things, I know that. And if you just kind of take take it a little piece at a time, then you'll be able to get there and then train properly. Like if you can, you know, don't, don't cut too many corners. I know in life we get, we get, you know, time is precious. And so I'm, I, I don't regret the amount of time that I spent training or lack thereof, but I could have been a little wiser with the way that I used it so that I could be more prepared for the challenges that are out there. Anyway, those are my thoughts. I hope that that was helpful for you. Um, again, we're going to be taking a small break while I'm gone on this uh, service trip. If I, I'm, I'm going to try to interview some people. If I do, we might just like have them drop while I'm gone. Uh, I have a few others that I'd recorded, so keep an eye out for those. But uh, be patient with us. Don't abandon us. We'll be back. I, I'll, I'll be back and, and we'll get with the podcast. I love this. I've loved talking to people. I get to sit in this chair or this chair and talk with the most amazing people. We are surrounded. I grab locals. 
patients, people that I just run into in, in our area. And I honestly am getting to the, I, I, I'm getting to the, to the point where I feel like I could grab, I could go open the door and yell out and say, Hey, you come here and let me talk to you. And it would be a fascinating, you know, glimpse into an amazing life. There's so many amazing people that we're surrounded by. And I just, I'm privileged to be able to, you know, talk with them for a minute and, and share their story. And I want to find, you know, some unique ones. And uh, I think we've done a really good job so far, but it's been enjoyable. So those are my thoughts for today. Sorry you get just me, race report. And uh, this is Dr. Traveler and I am signing out. All right, thanks for listening today. Hey, if you could please go on, like, subscribe, make a comment, go on to our, all the other social media, go on to Facebook, Instagram, go on to TikTok, search for Healthology Experts. It really helps us to grow and push this message. And if you gain value from this, then go on and please participate. We try to get to all of the questions or anything that you have, um, any responses or comments. So go like, subscribe, do all the stuff that you know helps us. All right, guys. See ya.